All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers can learn how to grow their bootcamp and social media. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers go to grow their bootcamp. Super excited because I've got my two bootcamp experts here. Let's do a round the ground. Who have we got? How you doing everybody? This is Jonathan and you can find me on YouTube at How to Sell Personal Training. Danny, did I cut you off? I'm so sorry. Or you can find me on Instagram. You can search BFF Bootcamp, follow what I do. You know my thing. I love bootcamp. I love business. I love fitness. I love you all. That's why I'm here. Let's do this. Oh, that was awesome. Um, I'm Danny from AxFit. Find me online, Instagram, all over on AxFit. Same thing. Love talking fitness. Love chatting with these guys. It's one of my highlights of the week. So I hope that it is helping and inspiring a lot of you that listen. Let's do this. I'm excited about today. Awesome. And my name's Jono and I'm from Fitness Education Online. I'm your host. We've got a very special episode today. We've all collated different questions that our audiences have asked us throughout the week. And I'm going to ask Danny and Jonathan these questions and they're going to answer them in one minute or less. So it's going to be rapid fire. You guys ready? Yep. Awesome. Ready. All right. Let's say the first three, Danny will get you to start. And then the next three, Jonathan will get you to start. Okay. Cool. All right. So, Danny, you're up. First question. New to the training world and have started my own gym, full-fledged fitness. I was wanting to see if you could help me on some pointers on the ways you come up with your circuits and any advice you think would be healthy, uh, helpful. Three, two, one, go. All right. Creating new circuits. You definitely have to get outside of the box with your thinking. You got to visualize you know, your space. We've talked about this before in, the, in these, these podcasts, but how you're going to flow your people. You can't just do that same, like, you know, stations, rotate, rotate, rotate. It gets boring. Yes, you can do the same exercises with the same equipment, but set up the flow differently. Maybe they got to go down the middle and around the sides, or maybe they got to do a zigzag, or maybe it's like four corners with abs in the middle, or maybe it's a moving circle or a circle circuit. I have tons of them on my YouTube channel, but you just have to get creative. You want to create no dead time. Keep it interesting. It's hard when you're, you're new to training to kind of, but you will get better at, it at, at as you go. And then just get on the ground at home or in your yard, move around on the floor, try new moves out. You know, don't be afraid to like try new things and not be so structured and always, you know, kind of doing a squat the same way. Let them be a little free, have a little freestyle. That's it. I'm done. I'm less than a minute. Three, two, one. Perfect. Hurdleless. Yeah. Circuit advice. Okay. Jonathan loves structure. Jonathan likes to put things in a box. So the number one thing, I was actually thinking about putting together circuits this morning and I was really nervous about this one workout because Danny has a lot of like high energy, high athlete, uh, high athletic people. I'm not sure what you have, but you may have a, a wide range of people. So I would just say, no matter what you do, piggybacking off of what Danny said, um, definitely want to keep things moving. You want to keep things changing, but you want to have things highly scalable just in case you have like a beginner and a superstar so that the superstar doesn't get bored and the beginner doesn't get intimidated. Just make sure that, you know, if one person can't do a squat, jump, you got that squat or hip raise, I'm done. Awesome. All right. 10 seconds to go. Question number two. 
So I'm opening a fitness center in January. There is no gym in my area that is doing everything I will be doing. So I don't really know how to gauge a price point. Any ideas? Danny. Oh, actually, we'll rotate. Do you want to start, Jonathan? Yeah, Yeah, sure. All right. um, In terms of gauging your price point, you want to have some idea of the closest thing to you. Um, But when I put together my pricing, I basically base it off of what I wanted to make and what I thought I could handle. So I wanted to make sure that I could get six figures, knowing that that would require 42 people if they paid 197. I knew that I could do that. And then my goal was to work my experience up so that it was worth whatever I said it was, I was going to charge. So you can essentially set your rate based on what you want to make and then just level yourself up to make sure that you're worth it. Love that advice. Denny. Yeah, very good. I agree with uh, what Jonathan said. Um, Definitely research your area, even if there's someone that's not doing exactly what you're doing. Maybe there's even a boxing class, you know, or yoga that offers, you know, yoga dance, yoga flow, yoga pop. I'm just making names up. But so it doesn't have to be exactly boot camp doing different classes, but find something in your city or cities close by that offer a couple different types of things. And then you can kind of know where you want to base yours and you know what you're comfortable with. I think a lot of the time we're just afraid to say, oh, I want to charge this much. Do what you feel comfortable with and you can always change it a little bit. It's hard to like go down later because you feel a little like weird about that. I started a little less when I started and I've gone up over the years because I've become a better trainer. Um, So do your research, start where you're comfortable. If you're new to it, you know, you might not be able to go as high as some of the people have been doing a long time, but you can definitely add, you know, every six, 12 weeks or a year or six months, you know, add it another dollar or two or whatever you got to do. All right. You guys have got this minute thing down packed. Not one person has gone over yet. I'm impressed. We might might actually get through all 10 questions. All right. Yeah, well, because we're trainers, so we know what minutes are without even like having a look at a clock. (laughs) True. All right. Number three, how do you structure your workouts usually, or more specifically, how do people know what they are doing at each station? Usually, is there a whiteboard? Just curious. Danny, you're up. Okay. Structure. I always, you know, start the class a couple minutes before, do announcements, you know, highlight of someone who's doing something cool in the like, town right now, or maybe someone just ran a race. So I always kind of do that, get everyone kind of talking, arms up. Then we do our jog, then we do a warm up. Then I do always do like a pre ass kicker, I call it, like something that's going to kind of get them their sweat on so that they need that minute break so that they can listen to the main meat and potatoes. So by doing that pre ass kicker, you're not like just, okay, we did a little warm up. Okay, now you're going to listen to me talk for two, three minutes about the next workout. You got to kick their ass so that they're tired and they're panting and they need that water break and they can stop and listen to the main meat and potatoes. Then I always kind of do a cool down or abs, light jog. Um, and then, you know, I talk to people as they're leaving, ask about their dog, their grandma, um, da, da, da. That's my workout. That's how I structure it. And then there's a lot more I could get into that, but I don't have any more time about like just take, changing your tone of voice, having good music. Um, a lot of stuff we've covered in these, these podcasts. And that's the minute. Just yeah, in time. <laughs> All right. Hurdleless. Yes. So once again, Jonathan loves structure. I put everything in a box that fits completely perfectly and it works well for me. Now, in terms of the workouts, they do have to change. But in terms of the workout structure, people typically know what to expect on a given day. Now, I'm a little bit different. My warm up is a little bit, I don't, do a ha- I don't have an ass kicker. Um, we do our standard warm up. And then my clients actually do listen to me talk 
two to three minutes and I explain all of my explanations are front loaded, but because my experienced people kind of know what to expect, they can help my people that don't really know. So I think the takeaway that you should get from this is Danny's style works, my style works, but we both bring it with unbelievable energy. And if you do that, I think you're going to be okay. Love it. Good varying of opinion there. This next question is a tricky one. I quite like this one. I'm curious for the, the both of you two. Uh, I'll just summarize it. Basically, I have a client who owes me a challenge. She signed a contract. She claimed her bank account was hacked and needed to be closed. Now, she's no longer communicating, uh, communicating with me. She owes me $200 plus overdue fees. Is there something that I can do? I feel like I'm not going to get my money back. Any advice there, Danny, you're up. So let's, if we summarize that, someone's signed up for your program, then their payments have bounced or whatever. How do you chase them up or do you just call it a loss? One minute. I think it's Hurdleless' turn. Oh, sorry. It is too. Hurdleless. Yeah. Excuse me. <clears throat> Let it go. Let, Let it go. go. Let the money just leave your room. You're never going to see it again. And if she ever comes back, then you can charge her from the time before and go like, well, you know, the last time you left and you didn't really pay your balance. So if I'm going to take you back, you're really going to have to cover that. Otherwise, you're going to be wasting energy. There's no point. Let it go. Move forward. Get your money from other people that are going to stay with you long term. And then don't let that client back unless they pay their balance. But it's gone. Don't sweat it. Love it. Chevalier. <laughs> Brush it off. I was trying to think of another song, but I had to make it my own because I couldn't think of one that quick enough. But yeah, I was yes. say, I've never heard that song before. What the hell was that? <laughs> it's in the Canadian top yeah. charts, bro. <laughs> I agree. I want to sing Let It Go too. You're never going to see it again. You could go and talk shit about her on Facebook and call her out and make her look bad and be a negative Nancy, but that's not cool. So just let it go. It didn't cost you to have her there. So just let it go and move forward and maybe learn from it in a way of making people pre. Oh, did she prepay? Oh, they do automatic debits. I think I read that. Yeah. So that doesn't really, that doesn't really work well, but uh, let it go. It's going to happen. Maybe one in a million. I've never, I don't think I've ever had someone owe me. Um, but yeah, I, there's not much. I can just ramble. Let it go. <laughs> Boom. Love it. I agree. All right. Another interesting one. Experienced personal trainers. If you had the opportunity to complete a degree to further your education, what would you pick and why? Chevalier. Huh. I would travel. I'm not a big, like, I want to go get this certificate and that. I've never been a big, like, you need a certificate kind of person. Um, I would go travel. Um, I'd go to like, you know, see Jonathan, I'd go see Jono, I'd go learn from them, I'd go le learn from other cool people that I follow, different type of train training, some primal, some CrossFit, some F45, like all these places that have been very successful in the world, I'd find cool spots in different parts of the world if money wasn't an issue and I'd just go wherever I could and just other, any trainer, it doesn't have to be a big thing that people, you know, know of um, and just learn from people that way. I think you learn more that way than having to get something. And my clients have never said, I don't have my HK. I have some CanFit pros, a two weekend course. I got my CCs. That's all I have. And I'm pretty awesome at what I do. So no one's ever asked me what I'm certified in, in my whole 15 years of training ever. Good answer. Hurdleless. I'm with it. Like I've started this whole new movement kind of against certifications. I'm all for education 
and learning what you're supposed to do and keep your clients safe. But in terms of spending, you know, those thousands of dollars that I spent on certifications, I think that's kind of beat. So when you ask me if I want to spend an extra, what, $30,000 a year on a degree, no way. There's too many resources out there, such as myself, such as Danny, such as you, Jono. And I think that you can learn if you apply yourself. If there was one thing that I was going to get a degree in, it would probably be Spanish because I have a couple of Spanish-speaking people and I can't really like sign and I can't, I can't communicate with them. So maybe Spanish, but nothing else. Awesome. Love it. Love that. Love, uh, good answer from both people. Interesting one here. Uh, I am looking for an app that I can input monthly client data, measurements, body fat, muscle mass, etc. Paid or free? Any ideas? Hurtless, you might have a, a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. All you got to do is go to www. Oh, yeah. You don't have to put the www. <laughs> All you got to do is go to fitprocalculator.com. I put together an app. Essentially, I don't like to hold paper. I would like to visualize the whole um, fitness profile process for my clients. So essentially, you can put in the weight, body fat, caloric need, um, your own battery of tests, and then it will color code where your clients are based on their health, and they will automatically send them their, um, their fitness profile report via email. So if you never checked that out, go to fitprocalculator.com. You can try it free for 14 days, and I think my minute is up. All right. Danny, any apps uh, you use for the tracking? Um, no, I'm very old school. I, uh, everyone has a phone. So my clients have their shit in their phone. When we do fit tests, I have them save. they have notes and some have like notes with me for eight years that they've been with me or five years or newbies. Um, and I just have them save it in their own phone. They have access to it. Um, so I don't use an app. I'm not as like in the box, like super organized, like hurdleless. I do use a little paper sometimes. I know it wastes trees, but don't use a ton. But I use a little here and there, um, more old school, and I have people save it on their phone. So we're different in that way, but it works for both of us. So there's, you know, room for everyone to kind of try their own style as long as it's working for you and you feel comfortable with it. Agreed. All right. Interesting one. And there might be a few answers around this. What's your policy around weather, e.g. heat, but let's also throw storms and rain and cold in that as well? Danny. Make shit happen. We train on the hottest days, the coldest days, ice, snow. If I have outdoor classes planned and we do some like unleashed classes year round where like the worse weather, the better to me. Those hardcore people come out and they got to fight through it and it adds to the element. It makes the squats harder, makes the pushups harder. We maybe do like some run and jumps and rolls in the snow or if it's raining, we're like getting in, you know, the sand or we get in the water, slush around. Definitely we go all out. If it's like a billion degrees and muggy like where I live it's like so muggy and so hot some days it's so humid and we're outside we're in the field and it's just raising and the heat is raising off the ground and you can barely breathe on those days we do like a core class in, in the shade we'll just do some abs um, worst case scenario I might call my center and say hey do you have like the stairs available or a room available but nine times out of ten like I just make them train in whatever it is awesome two seconds to spare Hurdleless. Okay. Um, so I might not be the best person to ask because now I operate out of a uh, gymnastics facility. And so I never have to worry about uh, rain or snow. But I remember in the very beginning, even if there was horrible weather outside, if there was a state of emergency with snow, I would still go there. And in the very beginning, you have to be willing to train under all circumstances and not let yourself get deterred by a little bit of heat or a little bit of rain. Now, since then... I'm not going to lie. 
I've kind of turned into a little bit of a pussy because I will cancel for any reason. But um, if you are beginning, you're going to have to put that work in until you've earned to the point where you don't have to worry about weather. Um, but like Danny said, if they're willing to be out there, I'll be out there with them. Love it. All right. Interesting question now. Uh, this is for, uh, one of yours, I believe, Jonathan. So Jonathan, as oh. such a good looking person, how do your clients stay <laughs> focused on their workouts while they're there? Do you wear a mask? Danny, you probably won't have this problem, but um, yeah, Jonathan, if you can share uh, <laughs> any uh, strategies there, Jonathan. All right. First of all, I made that question up because I wasn't getting any questions. So that was like me cheating on my homework. <laughs> and my facetious answer was that I would wear a uh, picture of my girlfriend, Janelli on my shirt, holding a knife with the caption saying, I will cut you, he's mine. But no, in all honesty, um, just talk about your significant other often and mm. make sure to set the barrier down because you never want to give people the wrong ideas since you're being super nice to everybody. Some people may take it the wrong way. So um, yeah, just talk about your significant other, keep the, you know, keep the communication to a G-rated G level and you'll be fine. Yep. Love you guys that. have G-rated movies and stuff like that in Australia? The movie rating? Yep. Yep. We do. Oh, yep. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Love, love that answer because even though the question was a joke, it is, it is an important question. So I, I like that answer, Jonathan. Uh, Chevalier. Um, oh, but you said it wouldn't happen to me. <laughs> you know you get that all the time. A-hole. <laughs> um, no. Same thing. Like sometimes guys, like for me, that will come into class – um, they don't get attention maybe from people and it could even be a look good looking guy, not good looking, whatever. Everyone's good looking in their own way, but they might, you know, not get positive reinforcement or, you know, so you can, or it could be guy or girl. People can like find you, like they look up to you. You become like this hero to them and you can't, you, you do have to be careful and set some boundaries because it's happened to me over the years where they think you're just like into them, but you're not, you're just being sweet and nice and complimenting them. And really you just want to keep them as a client because you know, it's a business. So you definitely, yeah. Talk about your significant other or, you know, yeah, just keep those boundaries. Got to be careful with that. But I've never really had too much of a problem because usually like, like Chris is at class or the guy I was with before was at class or the guy before was at class and maybe the guy before too. And there's <laughs> the minute, but good answer. All right, let's finish off with one more question. If you have got a good relationship with cafes in your local training area, how did you create those? I don't drink coffee, so I don't have a regular cafe. And what do they do for you that benefits your business and what do you do for them? And we can probably, I guess that doesn't have to be cafes, right? Let's just call it any other local businesses. Um, Danny, do you have any relationships with local businesses as such? Yeah, I have tons of relations and you can start just by Instagram, commenting on their stuff, sharing their page, you know, or if they're doing an event or like some, a lot of people are doing 12 days of giveaway right now. And it's like reaching out and saying, Hey, I can give you a prize for that. Um, going to local, um, charity events, you know, doing warmups for charity events. I've talked to you about this before on the podcast, but yeah, like doing warmups at events and you get known, um, going to places. Yeah. You might not drink coffee, but going in there or bring your crew there um, is a great way to build it. It's pretty easy to, to build relationships. You just got to get out there, talk to people, like their shit on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, go from there. Maybe do a, like kind of something with them. Say, hey, why don't we do a workout and then have lunch at your place every Sunday? Um, just get creative. Even if you don't drink coffee, you can figure it out. Awesome. Five seconds to spare. Hurdleless. Uh, yeah, after 
our Instagram powwow, which I still think was awesome and people rave about all the time. So thank you guys. But um, I took Danny's advice on just going to local businesses on Instagram and just liking their stuff, commenting, just asking a question. I found a dog walking company. I was like, yeah, I got a bunch of clients. They have dogs. They're like, oh, you have a boot camp? You know, maybe we can work together. So just getting out there and then talking is great on the uh, social media route. Um, I do have a Starbucks down the street from me. My strategy, since it gets very packed uh, around the time where I teach boot camp, I go to the same time every day that I go there. So if it's like a, it's like a schedule, Jonathan's in the box, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, like 7 a.m., I see the same barista, so she knows who I am. She knows I run boot camp, and then when she comes across people that know about me, she'll mention them. Or you know, if we're at the, if I'm at the cafe at the time that that person is at the cafe, she'll connect me. But stay consistent, make relationships, and, you're good. and there's the minute. <laughs> All right. Well, hey guys, thanks very much for that. I've actually got to run because I've not got another podcast straight after this Ooh. right now. Um, just to all the listeners, if oh, I had a lot of fun doing this, did you two have fun with this? Yeah, lots of fun. Let's do it again. Awesome. 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 So Worth anyone, it. anyone listening to this, if you've got any questions that you want answered, we'll do this as a as a regular thing. Just hit any of us up. You know, we're all on Instagram. I'll put all the links in the uh, the podcast description anyway. But if you've got any questions, just throw them out to any of us on social media and we'll do it here. So thanks for your time, guys. If you liked the show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your boot camp, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Well, check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes, all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you, or you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.